Climb aboard all you soldiers, sailors, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen of the United Nations for another of your weekly rides on the Spud Goodman Show. Yes, that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man. From the bowels of NWCZ Studio, ladies and gentlemen, let's get Ready, Trumbo! Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world. Why? Web. It's Spud Goodman! Greetings. I am Spud Goodman. How the heck is everyone doing tonight? I mean, I can't exactly hear your response, so I'm, I'm just going to assume it's a push. Maybe half of you listening right now are, are doing okay, and the other half of you had a really crappy day or week. So it's incumbent upon me to follow the Physician's Creed. Is that what it's called? Physician's Creed? Yes. Yeah. You know, at the minimum, <laughs> cause no harm. Blood man. Yeah. So so if you're in a peppy mood right now, then, then I promise not to bring you down. And for those of you who are in the mood to maybe scream obscenities at the top of your lungs at, at any moment, I will do my best to not set you off in an uncontrollable rant. You know, I, I don't want you to prompt the neighbors to call a SWAT team or something. I realize it's not much of a public service, but it's the best I can do for right now. So please say hello to my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter. Hello to everyone listening tonight. It is a pleasure to be here. Spud, I think that was the correct call. What do you mean? Your pledge to do no harm. It's the right thing well, to do. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. You know, I, I mean, I know you're you're not a physician, although you probably played doctor when you are young, but a I talk did. show host still has some responsibility to the general welfare of mankind. Oh, I believe so, yes. I yes. mean, I could go for decent ratings and say mean stuff, hmm. you know, try and rile up people, say stuff about immigrants and maybe the president. Hmm. But to be honest, I'd be horrible at it. Whipping up that kind of anger takes a hell of a lot of effort. And you know my capacity for effort on this show. It's, it's fairly What low. the hell, Joe? Yeah, that kind of stuff could get your show canceled at a casino. I understand it would be nice, though, that you made a little oh, extra sure. effort tonight to help those who are about ready to blow. I have a lot of experience with those kind of people after living with my dad for so many years. He's yeah. like Mount St. Helens when he's not happy, and just about anything can make I him know. not happy. The, the newspaper being late, boom, not happy. Having to wait more than three seconds when cars are turning left on a two-lane road, not happy. And, oh, yeah, he really flips out when my mom has a remote control when they watch TV. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. But my first priority tonight is, is not to bum out those with a little pep in their step at this moment. Cool. That would seem to be the most doable. The others are going to require a lot of heavy lifting, and I just don't know if I can pull it off. Uh, sure you can, Spud. Just think of something inspirational to say, like well, maybe how they can all be rich if they just start saving 40% of their income for the next 40 years. 
Well, that might work for our listeners in the seventh grade, but that's not just not realistic for most of our audience. Think about it. Okay, then. All right, how about- save that. Just save that up until after this song is over. All right. Uh-huh. Right now, let's queue up a Seattle band, the Murder City Devils, who uh, started up in like 1996, if I remember correctly, and created quite a stir, and uh, were very successful, I might add. And now they're about to leave on a new tour, and they're going to release a brand new album. So, cool. here is a song from 1998. I want a lot now.
This is the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. Hey, what's up? This is Lars Ulrich from uh, Metallica, and you're listening to our good friend Spud Goodman, huh? Yeah? Hey, Spud, the red light's blinking over there. All right, I hope it's him. Uh, is this uh, Mr. Mr. Greg Fitzsimmons? It's Greg Fitzsimmons. You've got me. Um, I'm wired up. I'm ready to discharge comedy on some people. Super. All right, yeah. I like that. Um, well, uh, let me let me do the intro thing. I got to do that's my role. Um, you are a stand-up comic and an serious XM radio host, and we thank you for checking in with us because you're going to be appearing in just a few minutes on stage at the Parlor Live Comedy Club in Bellevue, Washington, and we'll have two shows on Friday and Saturday at 7.30 and 10 p.m. Okay, so hey, your radio show on Sirius XM is on Howard 101, uh, correct? That's it. Six years now. That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm a subscriber. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a definitely a regular listener. Does Does Howard send you notes, or does he leave you actually totally alone to do what you want to do? You know, I'll be perfectly honest. It's the greatest gig. I've never once gotten a note from Howard from anyone serious. <laughs> they basically just say you're on, and uh, at the end they go, "Great job. See you next week." And um, Wow. You know, I, and it's weird because the channel, if you have Sirius, you know that the channel has shows from a guy who believes he was abducted by aliens. Right. They have uh, mentally challenged people doing um, roundtable discussions about politics, uh, drunks, and somehow a, uh, a bald middle-aged guy with rage issues has, uh, has garnered his own show for six years. Super. Uh, yeah, we, we uh, have an executive producer that's on our butt at all times, so it must be pretty cool to to have, like, free reign. That, 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 that's our goal, right, Chuck? Yeah, and it's nice that they say see you next week, too, so you know you come back. Yeah. Um, so you wrote a book. Uh, actually, Howard, I read the forward he wrote for your book. It's, it's Dear Mrs. Fitzsimmons, correct? And that thing got really good reviews. What prompted you to write a book besides maybe an agent bugging you to broaden their resume? Because, I mean, my mom's always on me to put out a newsletter or something. So what, what prompted you to sit down and do this? Well, you know, I always wanted to write a book. Uh, as a kid, I was, uh, I was a bookworm, and I, I dreamed of, of being a writer. I went to college for, um, for writing. And then I fell into stand-up comedy, and so um, 15 years into it, I, I was approached by a, a, a book agent who said, we think you could sell books because of, you know, being on Howard Stern and Chelsea Lately and having your podcast, and we think that, you know, you have enough reach. Do you have an idea? And I had found this collection of letters in my aunt's basement in the Bronx, and it was every behavioral report, report card, um, clippings from the newspaper when I'd been arrested. Everything I'd ever done wrong was in a library, basically. And it's it's sort of, it made me think about the dynamic of my family. It's just like Irish Catholic, um, kind of, they would celebrate when I'd get in trouble because there's this problem with authority right. that we've always had. And, and then I had letters all through my adult life of... Um, you know, gigs I'd done. I did a, a gig at a co- uh, high school in Iowa where they wrote a letter to my agent saying I had destroyed the values of the entire town. <laughs> wow, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> and uh, I'd hey. introduced the kids to ideas that they couldn't take back. And uh, 
So, so this whole this whole theme was just there, and so I started writing the stories out of each letter, and then it turned into this uh, book that was a lot about my relationship with my father and him being an alcoholic as as my primary authority figure, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, sort of my journey of getting sober and getting married and having kids and. Still, was it that still order? being as was, rebellious as I as I always was. Was that the order that things went down? First sobriety, yeah. then the rest of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I would have met my wife if I was still drinking. I don't think I could be a, a road comic. I would be the same kind of party pig as every other comic, you know, trying to bang a waitress and get free drinks and uh, gambling away whatever savings I had. So I went through some big changes in my life. And I'm kind of a square now after having lived a, a pretty wild life. I see. All right. Well, uh, Spud, what? Spud, my tonsils hurt. I, I think I had them taken out when I was five or six. Can I be having phantom tonsil pain? I really don't think so, but you can Google it when we're done here. All right. Well, you know, you've been on all the late night shows, Letterman, The Tonight Show, Conan, and I, and I might add uh, Chelsea lately as uh, she seems to get left out of that category when everybody runs on the late night thing. But so which show had the best spread in the green room? This is off the record. I'm guessing that maybe network TV blew away basic cable or, or, or am I wrong? Well, what do you mean off the record? We're on the radio. Well, you right. got me on that one. <laughs> I would say the Tonight Show, they had a cart that would come to the room, oh. and Jay Leno would always come by and say hi and hang out, and you could have anything from the bar. But now, you know, the new best green room is, I just did At Midnight on Comedy Central, Chris mm-hmm. Hardwick's show, mm-hmm. and they email you in advance and, and give you a choice of hot entrees in your green room, and then you get there, and they have uh, cookies, fresh-baked cookies. Ooh. And they give you a writer. You get your own staff writer to help you um, work on your material for the show. And then there's a goodie bag when you leave. So Super. they are definitely the top green room show right now. Yeah, we're both checking out into that topic. Uh, you know, it's embarrassing, but we, we, we can only give our guests like some free paps. Uh, you know, maybe two cans. Is that the limit there now? Two a, cans now per Now there guest? is, yeah. All right, super. Um, so, uh you know, Chick, I think you have a question. Yeah, you I was going to say, now, you to ask it. you're a radio guy. So why do fans always come up and want a picture of us? I mean, there's a reason we're on radio. Right. right? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like uh, wanting you wanting to photograph Bigfoot. You know, it doesn't. We don't really exist in the wild visually, so people want to people want to go like like I love Terry Gross on NPR. I do not want to see what she looks like. Her, ruin everything. Her, you know, it? to me, to me, it's like um, you know, it exists. I've got a picture of her in my mind. I don't want that ruined. Super. Hey, uh, do you ever think about the Physicians Creed, you know, do no harm? Because that's what I'm focusing on tonight's show. Uh, you know, at the least, do no harm to the lives of my listeners. Can, can a bad stand-up comic do harm? Because I know a bad talk show host can mess up someone's day. I've been accused of it a few times myself. Yeah, I think that you have a responsibility as a, as a comedian. You know, people have come into a room. They've gotten babysitters. They've spent money to park their car. And... Uh, you know, you have a responsibility to do your best and not mail it in. And, um, you know, I can't be responsible for if somebody is offended by what I say, as long as I can back up everything that I say. And, you know, sometimes you see comics and they go on stage and they just sort of unload a bunch of, you know, edgy stuff. You know, they go into topics that they think make them, 
you know, cool, uh, which is, f- I, you can go there, but you better have the tools and have done the work that you can pay that joke off. Otherwise, it is, it's just bumming people out. Right. And it's selfish. All right. Selfish. Write that down, chick. Don't. All right. Don't be selfish. <laughs> so uh, we. Sp- I mentioned Chelsea Handler before. You were the head writer on Chelsea Handler's show. So off the record, does she destroy her dressing room on the set when thing when there's a screw up or something on the show? Because she seems more volatile than Bobby Knight or John McEnroe. Did she ever slap or abuse you? She did. She would slap me, uh, but the upside was she would then have just, and I'm married, but she would force me to have sex with her, and um, which wasn't difficult. She's a beautiful woman. Yes. So it was very, it was volatile because it, sometimes I'd be bruised and shaking in the corner, and other times I would be riding her like she was a prize stallion. There you go. Uh, she's a little hot-blooded. Would that be an accurate assessment? Yeah, I think any comedian is. Uh, I, I think a comedian that's even tempered is probably not very funny. And she spent years on the road, mm-hmm. and she lived. She lived. She partied. She, you know, slept around, and uh, you, you know. And I think that she she has a she's got a lot under the hood. Yep. And it comes out. Yeah. Okay. I just just curious on that, and uh, that won't go any further. Well, what's been your most memorable moment to this point in the comedy business? Is there anything at all that in a, a situation or something that stands out to you? Well, I think the best one. I just I don't hesitate to say the first time I did Letterman, uh, it was 1996, and I'd been doing stand up for uh, got about seven years, and. I had dreamed of it. I'd been a Letterman fan since I was a child. I have such reverence for the guy. And to be on that show was such a thrill. And I, like, trained for it like it was the Olympics. And um, my father had just died before it. And he was really in my thoughts. Uh, We had watched Letterman a lot together. And he was very supportive of my comedy. And I went on and I just, I had the best set of my life. Uh, Just... It really came together, and uh, I walked off stage, and I literally I had tears coming down my eyes when, when I came off stage. And I, and I really feel like everything since then has been, there's been a lot of great moments, a lot of things I've been thankful for, but uh, that felt like, you know, the moment where you're standing on the pedestal with the gold medal around your neck. Right. Spot. Well... Um, Spot. What? W- w- would you mind if I borrowed your spatula? My back itches like right in that place where I can't reach, and it's really bugging me. Please. Oh, okay, but on the outside over your t-shirt, not on your hairy back, okay? I still use the spatula occasionally in the kitchen when everything else is dirty. Yeah, I, I understand, but I promise it won't touch my skin. But I did get it thinned out Look, back there. Do you want to see it? I got to get back to the interview. <laughs> All right, super. Okay, well, once again, uh, Mr. 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 Greg Fitzsimmons will be appearing at the Parlor Live comedy club in bellevue tonight and with two shows friday and saturday 7 30 and 10 p.m we would like to thank you so much for checking in with us tonight thanks and if you don't mind mentioning i've got a new special uh it's a one-hour special Absolutely. from comedy central that you can watch on netflix now called life on stage if people want to check that out Absolutely. Uh, you cool. know, I've, I've spent many, many, many man hours on Netflix, and I will check it out myself over the weekend. All right. Well, you take Beautiful. it easy, man, and hopefully we'll talk again. All right. Thanks a lot for having me on. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. This is one of radio's most famous musical productions, the program that brings you the music of a nation that loves to sing and whose songs reflect the beauty and romance inherent in its way of life.
This is the Spud Goodman Show. All right, it's musical guest interview time, one of my favorite points of the show. Please welcome our musical guest for tonight. It's Chris Orlowski. Uh, greetings, Chris, and welcome to our Bat Cave. Thank you, Spud. This Bat Cave is uh, insatiable. Thank you. Uh, we like it. Uh, now, you and your band have a new album out titled Believer, which was recorded at Jupiter Studios in Seattle. Was it a grueling experience, or did everything just fall together and you were out of there in an hour or two with a complete record? <laughs> Pretty much an hour or two, mm-hmm. if, if we're going to be really you know, honest about mm-hmm. it. But uh, there was a lot of stuff actually after we started recording that, you know, just takes a while. It always takes longer to kind of mix it and to sit on the mixes and think about it and stuff. They charge you for all of that, or did you just get out for? Did, did you get out for with two hours and and was it? A uh, so we had a, we actually did like a, a Kickstarter campaign. So oh, we super. actually we actually were able to pay for everything plus a little bit of the marketing, which was really helpful. I still owe money for like the publicist and other things, but um, it's been a. It's been so helpful having the fans behind us. You so. didn't have to sell your blood or anything? Well, actually, was there, it's funny you should ask. There was a little bit of blood selling, uh, yeah. some plasma as well. But that's well, that, that was a little bit of a community service thing, too, so I like that. Um, so uh, you're now touring a lot these days. You just got done with a national tour. So what seemed to be the gas station of choice while cruising uh, down the road in the band vehicle? A, a clean restroom is always nice. Uh, you know, free oh, air yeah. and a squeegee to clean the windshield. Where, where, where did you tend to pull in? So there was a, there was a gas station. I can't, the the name's escaping me now all of a sudden, but there was a gas station on the East coast that, um, it was almost like Midwest East coast a little bit where you could actually get to go food made to order at late at night, which I've never seen that over here. And I was like, why hasn't the West coast caught on? I was, the whole band was super excited, like subway sandwiches, all sorts of stuff. It was awesome. Were you guys like a brand kind of gas band or were you an, an off brand gas band? Uh, it just depends on the week really. Mostly off brand. Okay. Super. Yeah. Um, who are a few of the artists that had a big influence on your career? Oh man, there's, there's locals, um, like, you know, Nirvana and, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Fleet Foxes that are a little more modern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then big bands like Radiohead, Coldplay, of course. Um, Simon and Garfunkel was probably the first band where I, like a light went on when I heard them. I was like, whoa, what is this? So it's it's kind of been across the board. Um, well, one of my buddies is the main sound tech for Soundgarden now. And he's always touring with them. So it's cool to like growing up, you know, like worshiping some of these bands. And now like knowing people that are either in the band or working with the band. It's just kind of surreal. So. Well, super. So what the, the hell, yo? Yeah, well, off the record, uh, what was the last song you remember listening to in your iPod? This is, is not going to go any further, because for me it was Blitzkrieg Bop, because it's, it's, it's been a bad month for Ramones fans, but wh- how about you? Oh, man. Um, probably Coldplay. I mean, I'm, I'm not ex- super excited about the new record, but I was checking it out, so that was probably the latest song. All right, super. Yeah. What's the name of the, f- the first song you're going to be performing for us tonight? Uh, this song's called Believer. It's the title track off the new record. Super. Let's do it. Stay 
I'm a believer Wishing for the words to carry on and Chick will be right back after this brief intermission. We now return to more action-packed thrills and excitement on the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Ah, 
Nintendo. B N C N O Trash. Hook. Hack. Hey, Thunder. Dance. Can I listen to that? Once again, here's Chick. Right now, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to my clip of the week. This is something that uh, I put together this week. Uh, it deals with a kind of a serious issue that's been uh, exploited by a certain news channel that will remain nameless. Sixty thousand, I believe, unaccompanied kids from Central America have arrived here so far, and, and of course, this stems in large part from the law signed by George W. Bush in 2008. This prevents illegal immigrants from uh, countries other than Mexico or Canada from being immediately deported. They have to have, have to have a hearing, and that takes a while. So, and the reason why they did that was the problem of human trafficking and rampant violence in Central America. It was a reasonable policy when our former president signed it into law, and it, I guess it still remains so. That's, at least that's what I would think. But aren't they blaming our new president? Yeah, I don't know. We can do better than scream at these kids at the border and claim that they're uh, disease-carrying little rugrats uh, that are going to destroy this country. America's better than that, so let's roll the damn clip. 10 to 25% of the immigrants coming in this way have scabies, 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 scabies. TB and other illnesses in this country and diseases that we thought we had vanquished that were basically eradicated from American society. You know, it's just a matter of time till Ebola uh, comes in or a dengue virus. Vanquished, eradicated, vanquished, eradicated, vanquished, eradicated, eradicated. It's now emerging in Texas because of the immigration crisis. Measles and chickenpox and leprosy? Absolutely. These individuals have TB. Eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. Leprosy, scabies, lice. Eradicate, eradicate. Swine flu, polio. We just don't want your unhealthy people coming here making our kids and my wife and my mother and father sick. The answer is securing the southern border once and for all. And to do that, you have to militarize it. Eradicate, eradicate. By putting the National Guard down there. Pocky Place has been saying that for nearly 20 years. But there's no way on this earth President Obama's ever going to do that. This looks to be, and the administration has been accused of orchestrating this in coordination with uh, the government of Mexico, uh, Honduras, El Salvador. Wait a minute, are you charging the Obama administration with actually wanting this to happen? Oh, I think there's no doubt about it. Really? Eradicate. Oh. The Obama administration has basically put out the welcome mat at the border. Eradicate. Come on in. We'll feed you. We'll house you. We'll clothe you. We'll get you medical care. Obama invited him here. Let him go stay in the White House. Obama went to all those countries, Central America, Mexico, and invited them all in. Eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. And once again, here's Spud and Chick. And once again, here's Spud and Chick. And once again, here's Spud and Chick. Spud. But I was thinking of something else to inspire our listeners who are maybe at the end of their ropes. But how yeah, about what? reminding them about that famous saying, uh, ask not what they might do for themselves, rather ask what 
others might do for mm-hmm. them. I, I know I'll never forget how powerful mm-hmm. that was when I heard it in elementary school. Didn't was it Richard Nixon said that? I, I'm not sure. I, I know some president had to be. A anyway, president. I, yeah. I'm giving some thought to maybe getting a mohawk. You know, my receding hairline's getting pretty bad, and so why not just speed it up and cut off the deteriorating sides? I think I have enough left down the middle with my widow's peak to make it work. I need a lot of gel though. That's that's the issue. Because what's it gonna be, yo? Come on! I have kind of fine hair. You do have fine hair. It's falling out a bit, but we have more important things to discuss here than your hair. I think you have a lot of influence over our troubled listeners, well, and you need to be a motivating factor in their lives. I, I'm not opposed to that, but Good. what if I say the wrong thing and it causes them to like really explode? We'll Suppose they're listening right now on their phone while riding on a city bus, or maybe they're on their laptop top at some Starbucks, headphones on, and they just flip out. I'm not comfortable with this kind of power over others. I mean, it's kind of cool, but still, it's a lot of pressure. Hmm. One wrong word and somebody could just go off. Well, words do have meaning, but yes, I, they have, do. I have confidence that you will choose the right ones that you will be both soothing and growth producing. Really? You, you do believe that? Yeah, sure. That's kind of touching i guess well if i'm wrong here and you did push someone over the edge then i guess we both will have to accept responsibility no 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 this is your idea so it's on you but but okay to everyone now listening maybe you should just chill out for a bit if after say 15 or 20 minutes you still feel like you know ripping off the face of the next telemarketer who calls then maybe you could just let loose with a loud scream or something just don't punch anybody i was really expecting a bit more from you spud that was pretty weak I thought Come it was kind of powerful. Huh. You know, I'm going to give it another shot a little later, all right? Just give me another shot at this. Right now, we need to check the phone and see if our next guest is holding. And, and here, what? hey, why don't you run out to my car? Here's my keys. Okay. And grab me a fresh bottle of Pepto. There's a case of it in my trunk. Okay. And just own, don't touch anything else in my trunk. You got that? Can I mess with that I can, I can handle this. No, there? I can handle this next interview on my own. Just get going. All right, thanks. I'm going to put the call through. Please welcome back to our show a very talented musician and actor, Mr. John Doe. What is up, John? Uh, everything. I'm, I'm moving. Half my house is in boxes, and, and then I'm playing gigs at night. Mover by day, gig musician, artist by night. You're multifaceted. I like that. And you're batch processing. I like that. Huh? Uh, so uh, UNX will be appearing at the Triple Door in Seattle on July 30th. And the 31st with a first-time-ever all-acoustic show. That's that's going to begin at 8 p.m. That's a bit different for the band, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the jury on I, I'm I'm still I'm I'm becoming convinced. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, hard. I would never would have. I mean, that's what makes it kind of cool, though, because I wouldn't have made that call. Yeah. Well, it was because we we kept getting a bunch of requests. Um, people from performing arts centers and, and uh, you know, said, oh, we'd love to book you and, you know, the call our booking agent and say, can they not play so damn loud? And we'd say, hell no! That's right. <laughs> and then eventually we said, well, maybe we could try. So, yeah, it's, uh, actually last night was the first night I, I truly enjoyed it. This That was the third show. I think Seattle will be the fifth and or sixth and seventh show are you taking it other places because we're on like wrom in detroit and Ch- uh, out in new jersey and chestnut radio and a variety of other places are you coming any or going anywhere else with it uh we don't know yet okay all right well, we're just doing just doing the west coast doing it where it's comfortable and and where we you know where our our, our fan base is and, and then we'll see 
Okay, super. I was speaking with uh, with, with Robin Hitchcock about that, and uh, he had he had an interesting take about the current state of rock music and his 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 uh, interpretation or his definition now is rock is music by older people for older people. I know it made me feel old, but because it's a huge part of my life, but I think he could be right. I mean, kids these days will wait in line to hear a DJ, you know, I, I, and somebody could lose their whole show on a USB stick. So, I, 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 you know, what do you think? How do you think the demographics of rock are right now? Well, it depends on, on what you, um, you know, big game, medium game, little game. Uh, I, I was uh, released from the big game ages ago. No, I'm going to switch phones. Hold on a second. Super. That is messed up, yo. Hello. All right. That's pretty cool. That's the first time anybody's ever done that live, live on the air. Hey, cool. <laughs> well, I realized this cordless phone might be glitching. But anyway, uh, the big game is Katy Perry and, you know, uh, Justin Bieber and all that strange strange stuff and and DJs that don't actually use turntables to me are not actual DJs I mean you got to use turntable you got to manipulate stuff to be a real DJ right if you're just doing it on a computer and you're pushing like one button then it's like and doing a bass drop like they like they uh, sent up on Saturday Night Live then you're not a DJ but anyway um, I think it's great for the for the indie musician I think there's a lot of musicians that are playing that are young, that are playing their instruments, that are that are doing real adventurous, still having learned lessons from the past. I think it's great. Okay. But I, no, so I don't think it's just older people playing for an older audience. All right, super. Uh, hey, X has been one of the great American rock groups, in my opinion, transcending while you know still celebrating the label of punk rock. Why do you think you guys? are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's downright wacky. That's wacky, I say. So I'm just... <laughs> what would what would you say Start to that? Start the campaign. Get the torches. Yes. Rally the people. Uh, you probably I don't, don't want to answer I that one. But. I guess because, Eddie, you know, all things like that are kind of political. And, and Yes, they are political. Yes, We never are. had any so-called hits. Uh, you know, Blondie is in there because they, they had, you know, they sold millions of records. And... And X is not because we're still a little uh, a little weird. Yeah, but you you were part of uh, you yes. were part of an American movement in the, you know in that era that was pretty pretty powerful. I I would have I let me just say for the record, you guys freaking deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I'll move on from there because I know I put you in an uncomfortable position. So not not really. I mean, I'm I, you basically say uh, okay, fine. I could care less until until somebody says you're nominated for a Grammy, and then you start thinking about oh, I want to thank my mom, and I want to thank my grandmother, and right. I want to thank my dad, and then you start coming up with your acceptance speech. Uh, but before that, you think oh, that's a bunch of BS. I don't care about that stuff. You know? So uh, I'm sure that uh, Mike McCready and 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 Ed Ved would uh, would would agree with you. We've toured with them. They're one of the only bands that has got spine enough to have us open for them um yeah well all i can say is as history plays itself out i i'm still betting that uh, things will correct themselves let's just put it that way so um so this one's off the topic you know a little bit uh uh this is a sports question what's your take on lebron going back to cleveland does it kind of warm your heart because who would have thought he'd be beloved again I, I guess there's hope maybe for even dick cheney may or maybe not but what do you think about lebron going back uh, sure, I don't really follow basketball. My only sports um, 
uh, weakness is soccer, and, and that's everyone knows that's un-American. So. Oh, well, we love soccer on this show. Big fans. Um, Good. Yeah. Uh, well, let me... One last non-music question. I pulled this one out of the news. You live in California and have to be plugged into one of the hot topics or, you know, right now if you flip on the news. The need for immigration reform. How do you feel seeing a bunch of unbalanced adults screaming at the kids coming over our border? It's kind of creepy. Uh, I guess I'd say the least. Uh, you know, I don't I Just, Just what, what's your take on it, being a Californian? Uh... I think it. I think it affects everybody, not just California. But, well, true, true. Um, I, I think since since the people are fleeing such dangerous uh, areas like the like Central America, mm-hmm. uh, additional consideration should be given. And um, and yeah, it's the the jobs that people are that are you know illegal uh, immigrants are taking. Nobody else would do. So everybody should just shut up and, and uh, you know, get a skill and, and make something with your hands. Uh, so I think that a lot of the Latin communities that I've been exposed to and lived in mm-hmm. have more to do with uh, the American dream and American way, whatever that is, uh, than a lot of the more affluent and, uh, you know, white communities. So, so Well said. Yes, yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. All right. Hey, on the acting front, do you have like anything in the can? I love to say that phrase because I don't exactly, I don't really know what, what it really means specifically, but it sounds so cool. Do you got anything in the can? Because, because film came in metal can, canisters. All right, fine. I guess there was a logical No, you know. Yeah, I do. Come on. I'm writing that fun. down right now. Uh, now you can say in the can, you can you can imagine that, that uh, you know, you would see it. It's a metal, uh, like flat round thing. Like public image record came in. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, but you know, what, what's up with the acting thing? I know I, you're you're you've done some amazing work. So I'm just curious, uh, is uh, is the music just like diverted you totally, or? Yeah, uh, pretty much. You're you're very kind. But there was a movie that uh, Amy Mann and Joe Henry and Loudon Wainwright and I Please did. Please It is um, on video video on demand or Blu-ray. It's called Please to Meet Me. It's freaking great. Just a take on the replacements. Not about the replacements, um, and it's really good. It's it's a shoestring budget, ten days in Louisville, Kentucky, and it's about music where <clears throat> we get seven musicians from all different genres to come together in the studio and record a song in a day. And I play kind of a you know uh, indie rock producer, and Amy is a wants to be part of the NPR world producing pieces it was taken from an uh, an episode of this american life called uh everybody speaks elton john yeah i saw it it's it's uh, i would highly recommend it to uh, my listeners uh it's very cool so and there's another movie that, that's coming out called electric slide it's about a, a bank robber hmm. in la in the 80s and i, I get to play the cop hmm. who uh apprehends him and and i got to style my hair like uh like pat riley you're oh, a bat you're a super yeah, he, his hair had a massive influence in the coaching profession, so that's pretty damn cool. All right. Um, all right, well, tell you what, you know, I'm going to let you get back to more important things in your life than yakking with me again on our show. So I think you got to pack, right? you got to finish up packing. So I, I'm Well, actually, i got to go to a, a show, an acoustic show out in Grass Valley, California. People can look that up. Grass Valley, all right, super. It's north. It's in gold country. It's north of San, Sacramento. Okay. Well, um, 
I hope you have a safe trip. Uh, I will say this once again. Thanks. X will be performing on July 30th and the 31st in a all. This is this has never happened. In an acoustic show at the Triple Door in Seattle. The show starts at 8 p.m. Thank you so much, Mr. Doe, for taking the time out of your busy day. And I hope we can talk again. I hope you come to the show. And if we do, then we'll uh, drink a beer. That sounds awesome. You take it easy, man. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 This is a Spud Goodman Show. That should be fun. I think I'll try that. All right, it's uh, musical guest time again. Here he is, Chris Orlowski. And I won't stop trying now. And I can't start lying now. Cause I'm sacred in my house to see this through. Let me hold you, swing you round Pack our bags and leave this town But I'm scared of missing out Oh, missing you But stone by stone we tumbling Inch by inch you're tumbling Pulled by the world untangling You're leaving me whole again Grace has found me through this friend In her lips and sent I swim Shallow lines and faded light I see again In this world I seek to find All the ways to lose my mind Now I'm home, I'm feeling fine We'll see again Stone by stone it's tumbling Inch by inch it's tumbling Boom by the world untangling You're leaving me
This is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Hey, Spud. So on one said there's someone holding on the line who wants, he wants to talk to you. Yes or no? Well, it's either take the call or listen to you crack your knuckles for Ooh, the next two minutes or so. Put it through. Hey, uh, am, I, uh, am I in the air? Hello? Yeah, that's an affirmative. What's on your mind? You know, I listen to this show from time to time, and I hear you talking about the NBA and the Sounders and baseball, even NASCAR. Well, you seem to be in the sports, right? Um, okay, I will plead guilty to that charge, but for the record, the stuff uh, on the show about NASCAR, it's from some weirdo who keeps calling in about those guys who race around in circles for, like, hours. I'll what never hell, understand yo? it. I'll never understand it. How anyone's going to enjoy watching hey, that. Hey, guy, 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 guy. I, I've never heard you mention a word about the greatest Spud, Spud, sport Spud. in the world. Ooh. That's golf. Oh. I mean, golf? what's up with that? I thought it was cricket. Are you in another country? Uh, golf's a hell of a lot more popular than soccer. Soccer is about as exciting as watching a, a dripping faucet. Hey, mm. soccer grows on you. You ought to give it a shot. We like it on this show a lot. So does John Did you, did you Doe. watch the World Cup? And, and the, uh, anyway, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, now, golf, on the other hand, might be fun to play, but, you know, there's... there's... Hey, 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 I don't play golf. I don't play golf. It's a lifestyle. And there are millions who feel the same. You know, I've heard you mention a few times a lot of people don't like you. Well, maybe it's the fact you don't No, no, no. I, 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 I have nothing against golf. The activity of golf. It's watching it on TV that bugs the crap out of me. It makes staring at a dripping faucet sound way more fun. I really like golf. I go to the miniature golf course by the freeway all the time. I'm not great do. at it, but I'm getting better. So I, uh, I'm not even going to waste my breath on that. So, but you know yeah. that the city of University Place right here in Washington is going to be hosting the 2015 U.S. Open. You know that, right? Yes. I mean, this will be bigger than the Super Bowl, World Series, everything put together. Final round's already sold out. Uh, I think I'm, somebody might have mentioned that. I don't know, but they're, they're actually paying to watch someone else golf. I like really? watching other people that is miniature golf course. But I don't have to pay anything. I just sit on the picnic table, watch while I have a snack. Because you have a bag of Funyuns, maybe a look, diet. Look, hey, caller, Mountain how about a, I promise to say the word golf a few times over the next few months? You know, I, I can do that, but just don't expect me to ever watch some dudes in preppy clothes hit a tiny ball around a huge lawn on TV or in person. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You know, you know what, guys? You know what, guys? Just forget it. You're, you're hopeless. Forget it. Yeah, okay, fine. Wow, he was not a satisfied listener, but I don't think our executive producer, producer Miss Lori Madsen, is going Who to like this. Who freaking cares? I'm a talk show host, not a greeter at Walmart. All right, uh, oh, let, let's take a brief break. We're going to be right back. Hi, I'm Robin Hitchcock, and I just went to the washing machine, and you'll never guess what I pulled out of it. Yep, Spud Goodman in one piece. He's now drying on the line outside with the rest of my clothes here in Sydney, Australia. My, how time flies. I'll admit, uh, I may have come up a little short tonight as far as providing much assistance to our angry and emotionally volatile listeners oh, i thought i could inspire yourself. but really all i did probably is make it worse Not I, i'm feeling a bit of rage right now but it's mostly directed at myself but but you gave it a try but hopefully you did at least follow that physician's creed thing and did no harm i i know but it's a lot tougher diffusing out of control anger than i had thought but, but we have a call holding he said he really wants to talk to you you should take it 
kind of late in the show, don't you? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Whatever. All right. Caller, are you there? Make it quick. I got to go. I don't feel comfortable giving my name, but, but I've listened okay. a few times yeah. to your show. Yeah. I mean, it sort of sucks, but, you know, I do like the music. Really? Anyway, I've had a long-term anger management issues myself. Yeah. And I'm the type of listener you've been referring to. Caller, if you did something really bad because of this show, could you please just send us the details in an email and not wreck what has been a fairly decent show yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, we don't really need a buzzkill right now as I'm wrapping email. things up. Your words, you know, of advice or counsel were really facile, but... But hey, that, that's a compliment, right? See, you that's did not, help someone, yeah. yeah. No, I, I said your dribble was worthless. Oh. But I do think you, you may have hit a chord with those of us with low self-esteem. Yeah. My mental health, my mental health counselor feels that this is a key element in my ability to control my emotions. Okay, you don't have but to I'm share saying, this if you don't want to. Oh, go ahead. Well, what I'm what I'm saying here is you do give hope to others. As if someone like you can get into his own radio show, then the rest of us really should upgrade our hopes and dreams. I mean, for me, I, I just need to quit beating myself up, and I guess others too. Wow. Spud, you cured him. He isn't really? an angry, loose cannon who could go off at any moment. You should be really proud yeah. of yourself. Well done. Wow. I'm kind of stunned here. That is messed up, uh, yo. I, I didn't give you credit. Huh? I just said sometimes people can get inspiration from the failures of others. Whether oh. you realize it, Spud, whether you realize it, you, you might be lifting the spirits of many people who tune into your show. I mean, it doesn't take long before anyone listening realizes just how untalented and, frankly, stupid you are. And really? Actually, you're, you're on a bunch of stations around the country, right? Yes. By the way, I am. And we're about to be signed up by a few more stations very Many soon. Many more. So I may be a total waste of human flesh off the air. But right now... I am trending in the radio business, Many okay? More. So take that. Well, what is the question? And tell your and because of that, that. And because of that, we all need to believe that any dream is possible. Any dream. So, Spud, thank you for keeping hope alive by being so damn mediocre. <laughs> I, I gotta go. Well, Bye. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, what a Be nice, that way. nice way to end the show, huh? Yeah, really. We now know that we do make a difference in people's lives. Doesn't that make you feel good about yourself i i guess for the record but i think most of the time i'm i'm better than mediocre yeah. at, least, at least some of the time all right anyway be all that you can be and i mean that god bless and ciao once again here is chris arlowski Liar's cold, numbing her, he's sitting pro, hanging while the leaves fall, looking to escape. Strong force, hoping she will recourse, the minefield takes the lead horse, impatience in this place. I know you will find it. When you can speak the truth And I know you will fight it Till you can see the proof She's going, she's going to Carolina Going until she finds it Leaning on the way Oh, 
going to Carolina, going until she finds it, leaning all the way, leaning all the way. Passing rows of swinging cobs and tender green gold straws of pasture feels like Canada and friends. I don't know I'm right or if this is wrong. Is it too soon, too long to give it all away? I know you will find it. When you can speak the truth I know you will fight it Till you can see the proof She's going, she's going to Carolina Going till she finds it Leaning on the way Oh, she's going to Carolina, going to tell her finder, leaning all the way, leaning all the way. Oh. Oh. Carolina, we're going until we find it, leaning all the way. Oh, I'm going to Carolina, going until I find her, leaning all the way, leaning all the way. just heard a reasonable facsimile of a radio program. If this was not a real radio program, you would have been instructed to go to another website in hopes of finding one. The Spud Goodman Radio Show represents the last line of defense in our ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. Get involved. Together we can make a difference. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen. And associate producer is Aaron Chanfrau. Live music production and broadcast 
broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any other living being except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. This is Uncle Steve testing, one, two, three, four. This is Jerry testing, one, two, three, four. This is Greg, the ancient Inca warrior testing, one, two, three, four. Goodman post-show report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Hi, I'm Ivy Quinn. Welcome to the Spud Goodman post-show report, bringing you opera show coverage. Uh, hey, Chick. Yeah. Are we supposed to carry over this, like, not pushing people over the edge thing into the second hour? Uh, I don't know. I like pushing people over the edge, but we don't want to do it all the time. Well, because I'm thinking one thing we can do is we mm-hmm. can smile while we're talking. I, I know nobody can see us, but they say that it makes a difference. Well, look at me. I'm smiling. That's not a smile, dude. You okay. look like you're having a hernia. Well, it, it takes a lot of effort to smile. Like both corners of the mouth up and then say like, good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. Try not gritting your teeth. Okay, okay. Good evening, everybody. I'm See, bl- glad to that. be here. Okay. I bet everybody out there that was like at that 50% border, I bet we just now went to 51%. Am I, am so I that's cheer- awesome. Cheering them up? I think so. Um, I'd like to welcome, as always, our panel tonight. We have David, Derek, hey. on one. Hi. An intern. I'm sorry. And the accommodating chick hunter. And I'm smiling. And we don't have to fake smiling, however, when we say thanks to Chris Oz... I'm so sorry. Chris Orlowski for sticking around. We'll be talking to him right after we hear a band that Spud uncovered from Santiago, Chile. Porosky with their song Exilio. And then we'll have our friends Blanco Bronco currently on their tour of the lovely state of Montana with Not So. Yeah. 
donde pueda gritar para no molestar más donde pueda llorarse y si pronto llega el fin no haría otra que salir de aquí
Show Report. Once again, here's your host, Ivy Quinn. Okay, we're back. Chris Orlowski, thank you for sticking around. Nailed it that time. Nailed it. Well, I think the first thing to saying it right would be having <laughs> me not typo it. So, again, my apologies. No worries. But, but you knew right away that you had a typo and it didn't look right to you. So yeah, you know. and then I was making a very sad face, which I'm sure the audience could hear. Not super. One time when I was on... I uh, playing state soccer here in Washington. When they announced me going out, they said Chris or Schlonsky. So <laughs> you didn't you didn't really mess it up as bad as some people have. So. Um, that is not super. Yeah. I, I do have a new goal, though. Next time to, I mispronounce someone's name, I've got to throw in a dick reference. Um, can you tell me about Believer? That's one of the songs you played in the first hour. Yeah. A lot of people ask me what that's about. They're like, is it, is it Christian? I'm like, well, no, not really. It's more just about the idea of believing in people. Because, you know, everybody in this culture anyway just has very insecure. And none of us will admit it necessarily right away. Do you think I'm insecure? No, of course not you, Ivy. I mean, most people. And so I think just, I just kind of like am writing this song, you know, with the hope, I guess, that people will believe in themselves a little more. It's kind of cliche sounding, but really that's the heart of it. I think it's cool if you really mean it. I think, I think that's cool. Um, I love the song. It stands alone as a song, but people need to check out that video. Yeah, definitely. It, I, I don't want to give any spoilers or reveals, but it is beautifully shot. I mean, it's beautiful and it has a great, great little story. Super. And you're kind of a little active observer in it, which I thought was an interesting role. Yeah, it was cool not being the centerpiece of a video and letting a story like be the focus of the video. Because I think a lot of people, you know, this is what the labels used to do. They used to, they used to create these videos that were like eye candy, right? And that's how they would sell records. And it's, you know, it's BS. Like, that's not what it's about. You know, it's about the stories in the songs and actually escaping or, or touching somebody's heart, you know. Man, that sounds so cliche, too. Let's, I'll stay away from cliches the rest of the show. I, I think you come across um, sincerely enough that it doesn't sound cliche. So you're cool, cool. in my book. All right. Um, if Weird Al was going to do a parody of you, would that excite you or would you be very oh. upset? Oh, I'd be so stoked. I actually, he was one of the first concerts I ever went and saw. <laughs> So I would love that. And do you have a song in mind that you're like, this would be perfect. You should do this, dude. Or are you just like anything and anything. you'd just be amazed? I haven't actually given it too much thought yet. So I mean, that's me, one of those litmus tests of making it kind yeah. of like being on The Simpsons, opening on SNL. Oh my gosh, yeah. We talked to someone about Sesame Street before. Sesame Street would be awesome. So be amazing. if you had to choose yeah. Weird Al or Sesame Street. Sesame Street in a heartbeat. Wow, sure. Sesame Super. Street's coming out on top so yeah. far in our unscientific survey of two artists. <laughs> what song are you going to play for us? Uh, this is actually a song I've never played on the radio or anything. I wrote it back in January, and I'm going to put it on our next record. Okay, great. And so I haven't I even showed it to Exclusive. the band. Really. Cool. Yeah, so I thought I'd play it here. Just go ahead, right? Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Winter, oh winter, I had plans that you construed Full of warmth, packed with fate Past the cloudy blues Winter, oh winter Your iciness concludes 
But I can't run and run past this aching feud. I'm so tired of being you Holding hands, acting grand Celebrating news When you're summer, when you're summer You're so high you miss the truth Then you land and the sand Isn't saving you Class of 82 Please regard me As the man Who will sing to you With this timber To remember I'm so tired of being used But we're all Swimming fast Towards this great deluge This great deluge Ed Goodman, Post Show Report. You're a goddamn poet. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you're an amazing musician and obviously a great singer, but... And handsome. Oh, stop. And Derek Keep thinks you're handsome. <laughs> um, I'll take it. We'll try to make sure security can escort you to your car, <laughs> but I can't make any guarantees. But my God, that was... a beautiful song thank you thank very you. much for staying around and sharing it with us for the first time yeah and yeah, that's really you. exciting that we had the 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 world premiere world premiere does today. that count can yeah. i say universal Boom. premiere because like the world's getting kind of small that's true i, got, I like where you had we at. had the universal premiere so Ooh. thank you very much yeah and i believe now derek has a clip for us i do Hey, I mean, I think we need to dust off some of uh, Chicks America's Got Talent audition tapes yeah. and start sending them to the late night shows. Uh, in Spud's interview with Greg Fitzsimmons, he asked him about which late night show has the best green room spread. And I think we need to get Chick a gig so we can be his road managers and get in on some of that free food action. Since, you know, Spud doesn't allow us to touch the Dale donuts and PBR that he gets for the bands. Well, you're all I'm, invited. I'm down. 
I'm right, down. Let's do it. Let's roll that clip. Wildlife. I see. All right. Well, you know, you've been on all the late night shows, Letterman, The Tonight Show, Conan, and I, and I might add uh, Chelsea lately as uh, she seems to get left out of that category when everybody runs on the late night thing. But So which show had the best spread in the green room? This is off the record. I'm guessing that maybe network TV blew away basic cable or, or, or am I wrong? Well, what do you mean off the record? We're on the radio. Well, you right. got me on that one. <laughs> I would say the Tonight Show, they had a cart that would come to the room, oh. and Jay Leno would always come by and say hi and hang out, and you could have anything from the bar. But now, you know, the new best green room is, I just did At Midnight on Comedy Central, Chris mm-hmm. Hardwick's show, mm-hmm. and they email you in advance and, and give you a choice of hot entrees in your green room, and then you get there, and they have uh, cookies, fresh-baked cookies. Ooh. And they give you a writer. You get your own staff writer to help you um, work on your material for the show. And then there's a goodie bag when you leave. So Super. they are definitely the top green room show right now. Yeah, we're both Chick and I are into that topic. Uh, you know, it's embarrassing, but we, we, we can only give our guests like some free paps. Uh, you know, maybe two cans. Is that the limit there now? Two a, cans now per Now there guest? is, yeah. All right, super. Um, so, uh, you know, Chick, I think you have a question. Yeah. A goodie bag, Ivy. We could have goodie bags. Here's my idea. What if we all donate the free Valpac coupons that come in the mail for a gift bag? I mean, I'm I think that's that. a start. I, I always leave here got... with a bag, but it's always the garbage I have to take out. Are you willing to donate your coupons? Yes. My grandma's got like stacks of those things at her house. I'll grab them. So do we put in like a whole envelope or do we like open the envelopes and kind of curate an extra special coupon pack? I say, I say, yeah, I say we do research on our guests and kind of like. You know, make a custom cater it to them. Okay, but you can't like get too personal and like give. You know how some of the bads kind of reek. You don't want to give them like personal care products because they might get offended. Yeah. Good point. All right. Well, we're going to go back to the music now. First, we have a band that played on our show a few months back, The Purrs with Loose Talk, and then we will serve up a band who hail from Beaumont, Texas. Purple with their song Wallflower.
The Spud Goodman Post Show Report with Ivy Quinn will return in just a moment. of the week um i actually do ivy it's time for the clip of the week yes it is dave thank you i haven't been participating up to this point so i thought i ought to say something yeah you gotta meet your you're getting marks off for not raising your well you don't have to raise your hand you just have to chime in i'm here too hi everybody it's time for the clip of the week who gave him a mic i thought it was speak when spoken to here now your clip meister derek so yeah our clip of the week (laughs) it has to do with uh those you know those people that we love so much on this show, talking about how angry they are that foreigners are invading our country and giving us diseases, because, you know, there's no way we would ever do that. Could you imagine us going into Mexico and infecting the native people with, oh, I don't know, smallpox or something? <laughs> oh, sorry, Derek. Somebody needs to disinfect that. 10 to 25% of the immigrants coming in this way have scabies, 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 scabies. TB and other illnesses in this country and diseases that we thought we had vanquished that were basically eradicated from American society. You know, it's just a matter of time till Ebola uh, comes in or a dengue virus. Vanquished, eradicated, vanquished, eradicated, vanquished, eradicated, eradicated. It's now emerging in Texas because of the immigration crisis. Measles and chickenpox and leprosy? Absolutely. These individuals have TB. Eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. Leprosy, scabies, lice. Eradicate, eradicate. Swine flu, polio. We just don't want your unhealthy people coming here making our kids and my wife and my mother and father sick. The answer is securing the southern border once and for all. And to do that, you have to militarize it. Eradicate, eradicate. By putting the National Guard down there. Pocky Blaze has been saying that for nearly 20 years. But there's no way on this earth President Obama's ever going to do that. This looks to be, and the administration has been accused of orchestrating this in coordination with uh, the government of Mexico, uh, Honduras, El Salvador. Wait, are you charging the Obama administration with actually wanting this to happen? Oh, I think there's no doubt about it. Really? Eradicate. Oh. The Obama administration has basically put out the welcome mat at the border. Eradicate. Come on in. We'll feed you. We'll house you. We'll clothe you. We'll get you medical care. Obama invited him here. Let him go stay in the White House. Obama went to all those countries, Central America, Mexico, and invited them all in. Eradicate, eradicate, eradicate. Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. When I first heard the list of diseases, I thought maybe they were talking about the student body from Arizona State University. I mean, that could be like 70% of those guys, right, on one? Huh? The, the disease and... Would you like to play some more music, sweetie? I, well, I, I want to finish rolling this joint, actually. Okay, well, I'm going to intro it, and then you I can, can roll start. the joint for him. I'm a Peninsula graduate. <laughs> right. That's what I like. Teamwork. 
Music time. First, we have Afrock from the recently announced, now closed for business, local label Thin Records. This is quite sad because they had so many talented artists on their roster. Hopefully, all involved will continue on in some fashion. Here is Afrock's True. Then we have the pins with Shoot You. In an age when we infatuated with the negative It's often hard to hold on to the moment That stays as opponents We fam, not opponents of a smile Or a handshake is always a bonus They wanna clone us, but I can't be copied They may have me in the corner, but they can't drop me They try to block my path, but can't stop me Got too much to say and do it, I am not stopping World getting worse with each minute passing Have a duty to fulfill, live life with passion As a man first, all the second priorities Enjoy my family, smile and life, see so much more to me Than the Fame when the whole world know my name They will say Afro blue, but he stayed the same Be true, focus on the future and the present Connect, I represent I, I represent you, I represent we I represent true, got a lot to say But not much time to do, I got a lot to say But not much time to do when I represent I, I represent you, I represent we I represent true, got a lot to say But not much time to do, I got a lot to say But not much time to do, true where wars on the streets, guns burst More bodies fall over here than they do over there Crime everywhere We killing the king's dream We making the same song, singing the same thing I gotta be honest, I make music for more than just me Been hard not to sell my soul, trust me When the money below, I still write truth Even though I could blow tomorrow, I'll still stay true Cause God gon' give it to me when he's good and ready Meantime, put a hand up and hold steady The load I bear is heavy, but it's all worth it It's just the beginning and I ain't even scratched the surface Traveling globe just to Share life's purpose, a lot of work to do, steadfast, can't fight nervous. Speak loud if your voice ain't heard through the crowd. One day the world will know what I'm talking about. I represent you, I represent we, I represent true. Got a lot to say, but not much time to do. I got a lot to say, but not much time to do. When I represent I, I represent you, I represent we, I represent true. Got a lot to say, but not much time to do. I got a lot to say, but not much time to do. It's you, it's we, it's 
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Ivy, we got a caller. On one said and that he wants to speak with you. I don't know if it's another collection agency calling for Spud or not. It could be, but you, you want to take it? Yeah, why not? Put it through. Yeah, yeah. Hello. I, I just wanted to respond to that guy hey. who called in earlier. You know, he spoke to Spud about golf being more popular than NASCAR. Come Super. on. You know, oh. There's no way I was going to let that go unchallenged. See, I'm not going to lie. Oh. It got me really, really worked up. And, yeah. I mean, right now, because the overall points race is so close, it's mind-blowing with Jeff Gordon. He's leading Dale Hurt. Dale Earnhardt Jr. by 12 measly points after 19 races. Can you believe hey, that? Hey, NASCAR guy, how are you doing tonight? But when it gets to the chase, the whole thing's all thrown out the window anyway. But Spud's outside the studio, but if he walks back in and hears you on the line, he's going to tell him to give you the hook. You better make this quick. Oh, okay, I can do that. Okay. Now, I appreciate the heads up. But now, besides calling in about how golf is not even in the same league as NASCAR racing, I wanted to learn some about you guys. Like Chick said, you better make this quick, as I think Spud's getting off his cell phone, and he's about to come back in the studio. Come on. Uh, okay, I, I can do that. All right. You know, what I wanted to say is that I'm going to devote the support of National Racing, right? Even though I am, I'm a really well-rounded guy, and you know, I have some other interests. I, I, I was going to make a demo tape to the owners of the station and see if maybe I could get my own show. Uh, if anyone gets their own <laughs> show, that would be... Me. me. Do you know me? Huh? Me. Do you know how many years I've had to be second banana this but I'm more than ready to have my own show. No That's offense, NASCAR guy, but that you will have super. to go back not to the super. back of the line. That's well, fair. No, see, I don't need to have like a two hour show like like everybody else. I could start out with like a half hour show and see how hmm. it goes. And, hey, right. hey, chick, maybe you could work with me like, oh, as my co host, right? Oh, I wish you wouldn't have said oh. that, caller. Chick, you do not uh, need to respond to that. Um, oh, no, no, no. This, it's nothing personal here, but look, yeah. I am way more talented than most of the people I hear on the station, especially by Goodman at, at Hack. So, now, now, before they hang up on me, can I, can I use so. both of you guys as, a, as names on my letter to the owner of the station as a reference or something like that? I mean, I no. can say you guys uh, I see, you see real potential in me or no. something like that. What do you, what do you think? Uh, no. That would not be an accurate statement, no. caller. That is not super. I am sorry, but I would recommend you continue to focus your energies on those cars going around and around. And I will make sure I let Daryl, the owner of the station, know that Spud is pushing for you to get a show. That ought to just about take care of it. Yeah. Oh, you guys, really? Okay, that's a good thing, right? Sure. I mean, but he's got pull around the We have the to here. go now, caller. Please don't call again. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to... That was an unfortunate waste of airtime, huh? Yeah, we're never going to get it back either. Well, I think some more music might be the right thing to do about now. So we have a band from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Placeholder, and their song, V2. And then we have a Seattle band who are dedicated to the late great man in black, Johnny Loves June, with their version of I Still Miss Someone.
listening to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Derek, do you have a clip? Uh, I do. This clip is from the John Doe interview. Uh, and in this clip, Spud talks to him about their band X being snubbed from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, hey, X has been one of the great American rock groups, in my opinion, transcending while you know still celebrating the label of punk rock. Why do you think you guys are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's downright wacky. That's wacky, I say. So I'm just, <laughs> what would what would you say Start to that? the campaign. Get the torches. Yes. Rally the people. Uh, you probably I don't, don't want to answer I that one. But. I guess because, Eddie, you know, all things like that are kind of political. And, and Yes, they are political. Yes, We never are. had any so-called hits. Uh, you know, Blondie is in there because they, they had, you know, they sold millions of records. And, and X is not because we're still a little uh, a little weird. Yeah, but you you were part of uh, you yes. were part of an American movement in the, you know in that era that was pretty pretty powerful. I I would have I let me just say for the record, you guys freaking deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I'll move on from there because I know I put you in an uncomfortable position. So not not really. I mean, I'm I, you basically say uh, okay, fine. I could care less until until somebody says. You're nominated for a Grammy, and then you start thinking about, oh, I want to thank my mom, and I want to thank my grandmother, and I want right. to thank my dad, and then you start coming up with your acceptance speech. Uh, but before that, you think, oh, that's a bunch of BS. I don't care about that stuff. You know? So uh, I'm sure that uh, Mike McCready and, and, and Ed Ved would, uh, would, would agree with you. We've toured with them. They're one of the only bands that has got spine enough to have us open for them um yeah well all i can say is as history plays itself out i i'm still betting that uh, things will correct themselves let's just put it that way so so um, who thinks x should definitely be in the hall of fame say yay Derek. uh yay trent yay dave yay on one yay Chick, yay me yay the yays have it Who's back x? to the music here is the diving right, bell with China My China, and then we will serve up a band from Toronto, Canada, Pup, and their song Reservoir. From the Lowe's Plateau China, my China, 
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Thanks, everybody, for sticking around. Thank you, Derek, Dave, On One, Intern, Chick, and uh, Chris Orlowski for sticking around. Check out his video, Believer. We're going to leave you with a small taste of a tune from Mr. Pat Boone. Here is his treatment of Smoke on the Water. Enjoy. Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Audio engineer, On One, at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith, in-studio production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report.